Have you ever wondered what happens after ever after? Have you always yearned to know if the end is really the end? No? Well, you're gonna find out anyway. We're your hosts, Andy, Tammy, and Gina. This is Two Division. Hello everyone, welcome once again to Two Division, Disney Sequels Explained. I'm your host, Gina, and as always, I'm joined by my two best friends, Tammy and Andy. Hi guys, how are you two? Hi everyone, I'm really, I don't know, I'm excited to be here. I don't know if I'm excited about the movie, but yay. <laughs> I'm excited to be here too, just to, so I can talk about the original Mulan. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what we're actually here for, to be honest. Uh, but I'm also excited, but because today we have a very special guest, a very very special guest, and um, this is Shannon McCarter from Network 1901. Hi, Shannon. How are you? Hi. Happy to be here. <laughs> we're so excited to have you. Shannon was actually a guest on our Railroad Alliance podcast a couple of months ago, and she was amazing. She was co-guesting with Alex, and they're the two biggest Star Wars Railroads and Disney fans. <laughs> that was nice to know. tall order. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but I, I was going to say just that I'm a very big fan. Alex is a great uh artist and I love Network 1901 and all the shows that you guys do there and um, lipsticks, lipsticks and lightsabers and basically everything that you ever put out that I'm like I'm there oh thank you I'm just a really big fan and I'm just really really excited to have you this is a dream come true <laughs> <laughs> well I am excited to talk about Disney princesses because I love Disney princesses you talk about Disney princesses regularly right with your with your show and your special segment yeah, I I try to do it as regularly as I can. So I have an <laughs> ongoing series on YouTube called History of a Disney Princess, and I actually started it about two years ago. Um, I've been going through every single princess chronologically, and I just did Rapunzel, and I went down a Raylo rabbit hole. Um, sometimes <laughs> that happens, um, but I really, do. really enjoy doing that. <laughs> yeah. As you do, you know, I go down Raylo holes like at least three times before breakfast, so it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so everyone should check out Network 1901 and Shannon series, Disney Princess series. And on that topic, we're talking about Disney Princess, and this is actually one of the most popular amongst our generation, I think, of the Disney Princesses. And of course, we're talking about the amazing Mulan. And they're not so amazing Mulan, too. Um, Don't give spoilers. I mean, that's, that's supposed to be the topic for today, but honestly, I just want an excuse to fangirl about Mulan. <laughs> so let's do that, shall we? As we always do, we start with we start the podcast with our memories from the original film and our thoughts about it and what we feel about it. And basically just trying to paint a picture of what this sequel did next. So tell me. How about you start us? Mm -hmm. Because I know you have thoughts on Mulan. So, <laughs> okay, yeah, I I love Mulan. Like I loved I loved Mulan as a kid, just because I'm Asian American, and seeing myself be represent represented on the big screen was really amazing. I'm sure I didn't think about it as as I was a kid, as I was watching it, but I think that's why I was drawn to her. But then as I grew older, I was also drawn to her personality because just of how insecure she is in herself and how feel how she feels she's worthless that like that just I I like it's sad to say but like I related to that but then seeing her 
overcome those feelings of insecurity and and without changing who she is she's still very much herself just more confident in who she is and just seeing that helped me feel like helped me believe that I could be able to what I could one day be like that I can still be myself I can still have these feel these feelings of insecurity but overcome it and be a more confident version of myself so just seeing that journey throughout the film really resonated with me and I just I don't know I I just really love this film I think it had everything I think it had like humor comedy history a little bit of romance, I guess. You fight good. That's all we're going to get. But who, <laughs> 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 like, that, it just, it was just, like, the perfect package for me. And the fact that it rep- it represented Asian Americans or just, like, Asians in a major Disney film was really amazing. Like, I used to watch the TV commentary, like, the audio commentary with the directors, like, over and over again. Like, I, yeah, like, I just know so many, like, unnecessary details of, the scenes they chose, how they did it and why they did it and how it impacted like the people, like not only the people working on the production, but also their family members. Like I remember one story of like this uh, uh, Mexican-American, I think she was a, she was in charge of color. She was working in the color department and she told the people, she, she told the directors that her grandmother who didn't speak any English knew exactly what was going on because of the work, because of the color palette of each scene she knew when mm-hmm. to feel happy. She knew when to feel sad. She knew when to feel like melancholy. Like she knew how to feel because the color did the work for her, even if she didn't understand the dialogue, which I thought was really, really amazing. That's amazing. That's yeah. Awesome. And there's so much more. <laughs> there's so much more like really good stuff in the audio commentary. And I can just like, I can try to send you the yes. link to it. I like, ripped it onto my computer. I have it ready to go. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> it's like seven gigabytes. I love that you're so ready. <laughs> Yeah, she, she just waited for the opportunity to do that. She just like, do you want the other community yeah. from Mulan? Yeah. yeah. And like, like I don't know, like, just one yeah, more, she like, just like, kept that there for years. <laughs> There's one more story I have to share. It's because like, it has to do with I'll make a man out of you. And my brother and I, when we were kids, we had a tendency to recreate like Disney scenes. Like we recreated like, the Sleeping Beauty wake up scene. We recreated yeah, I the, that. We recreated the Pocahontas when John Smith sees Pocahontas with and he jumps with the gun and my brother's Lego gun broke, but yeah. <laughs> and he tried fixing it while keeping in time with the scene. But my brother also he had like this giant stick and a cape, and he would like dance to "I'll Make a Man Out of You" with the stick and the cape like the whole entire song. Like I wasn't in it, but it was just something he did all the time. <laughs> like it was just something fun for him. But yeah, we like this movie as a family. <laughs> oh, no! I feel like I should have kept you for the end because that was beautiful oh. <laughs> but okay so thank you Tammy for sharing that um Shannon how how about you what are your memories of Mulan so I was like of course one of those kids I think we're all one of those kids where like the Disney renaissance movies were just like always there and readily yeah. available for you yeah. Um, and Mulan was definitely like one of those movies because I I loved all the Disney princess movies growing up. Um, and Mulan, I felt like really drawn to because I really, really loved the music for it. And actually, when I try to remember, like, I remember the second movie, like watching it yo- like when I was young more than I do the first one. And I actually got a better appreciation for the first movie when I was doing History of Mulan because like the history of it is so 
amazing and it just goes so in depth it goes all the way back to like the fourth century and like the way that they wanted to tell this story and how inspirational Mulan is and like she is the true definition of a Gryffindor and I just like <laughs> I'm still like yeah. overwhelming like I, I did that move I did that video like a year ago and I'm still like completely full of all of this like love and admiration for Mulan and I'm like can you just be my best friend like please that's a mood yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, I yeah. It's just it's great. Like I love I love Mulan, and I, I think it's definitely one where it's like every girl goes through that phase where instead of wanting to be like a pretty princess, you want to be like a warrior and save China. Like <laughs> it's pretty great. <laughs> or both. Yeah, you can, you can always be both. both. Do not ever <laughs> limit yourself. Yeah, of course. Um, thank you, Shannon. How about you, Andy? Uh, well, yes, you said it. Uh, Mulan was always there. This is like a really common phrase here. But yeah, it was always there and I was watched it. I think I watch this movie uh, regularly. And hmm, uh, I don't know. I think that this movie, at least in my surroundings and the people I know and the people that I interact with on the internet, and I, they really, really love Mulan. Like, every kind of person just loves Mulan or I don't know it's weird because I don't know you can go to one person and say oh um how about Cinderella and they will be like oh no it's like too old or it's just like she's too feminine I don't like her or anything uh but in and you can always always be sure that when it comes to Mulan everyone is going to like her at least uh, people from our generation and people uh, that I went to school with and all kinds of people even I don't know if you go to the to the bully to the bully kids or the popular kids or whatever, it's always like oh, uh, animated things are for nerds or it's for it's for children. And the only exception that I see of this rule, the only two exceptions are How to Train Your Dragon and Mulan. <laughs> this is like it, it, it has been proven to me multiple times that no matter who you are, you always like those two movies and. I feel that. I feel that so much. And I yeah. feel it's because, okay, Mulan is amazing and, and everything, but she also, with, with recently, uh, that people are just like, okay, princesses are lame and warriors are, are the coolest. Uh, that's why people, like mainstream people, like Mulan. But I recently, you know, this, I don't know, Disney Princess Rediscovery, um, it's, it's, it's more nuanced, uh, pe why people... Uh, like certain movies and I don't know this new appreciation for Mulan that I've seen recently I, I really like it and I think it's well deserved because it's, it's just really an amazing movie and it's really uh, the values I find that they are kind of similar to the values um, it's, it's, it's Chinese culture right but I, I feel like it has are a lot of parallels with other, culture, with other cultures in the, in the world including Mexican culture so this is why families here love that love the movie and they can relate to it because I don't know even your grandma likes this movie and I don't know it's it's really universal and I like it a lot. <laughs> I think like I said too many words, but you get my point. <laughs> I guess I think I hope. Yeah, no, that was awesome, and I totally agree with you. I think for me at least, it's like a tendency whenever I ask you know people in general like oh what who's your favorite Disney princess, most of the times it's Mulan. Like, especially mm -hmm. with girls and people, like, even guys, our generation, everyone admires Mulan for some reason or another. 
I mean, I kind of have some issues with the idea that, oh, I like Mulan over Cinderella because Cinderella yeah. is yes. and Mulan is like mm-hmm. boyish. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, yeah. But actually, you know, rewatching the movie, Mulan is very girly. Like, even when she's, a, when she's dressed as a warrior, she's very, very girly. And, you know, <laughs> she's still a warrior and she's still a badass. But in the end, like the final scene, she's wearing a dress. Mm-hmm. you know and it, that doesn't take away the fact that she's still you know a girl and she takes girly things and that's nothing like the way that they compare her to more stereotypically girlish princesses I think it's unfair but okay I'll, I'll, I'll grant it mm-hmm. and the point was that a lot of people admire Mulan and well talking about memories I have like a very like very not serious but like life-changing memory with Mulan Okay. Uh, well, first of all, I watched, of course, Mulan a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, Mushu was, I mean, I, I think I knew every single Mushu quote in the movie because <laughs> I thought he was hilarious. And he's voiced by a very famous Mexican comedian in, in Spanish. So, like, it's even funnier. And there's also, like, a very funny Mexican parody, a very famous Mexican parody. <laughs> no, don't talk about that. We're going to talk about it because it's very famous in Mexico and like it's oh a goodness. very dirty parody. It's a very like adult parody. But whenever I watch Mulan now, I think about that parody and I start laughing because it's, it's hilarious. And yeah, it's I'm so bad. I'm, it's, I'm, amazing. it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, but it's it's like, I'm not going to get into it. Anyway, the point <laughs> is that I actually also had the, it's one of the few movie that I remember owning the soundtrack to and I remember I lost it for a while because you know some things happened in my house that you know it was kind of chaotic for a while and then I refound it and I was so mad because whenever I played it now like it, it was stuck it got stuck in like the first song and I could I, I couldn't Aww. listen to it anymore and that was very very sad but going to the life-changing moment <laughs> I remember I was in second grade and my school was a very small school. It was like 10 kids at most. And we had a class. I don't know what the name of the class was, but we they they would take us to a special like classroom and it was a very practical class. You know, they gave us a lot of toys and I don't know. I don't remember a lot of it. But one day they, they um, put a movie for us and it was Mulan. And our teacher, I remember talking to us that, we're going to play Mulan, and I know you guys probably have watched it already because it's a very famous movie and whatever, but I want you guys to see, to watch it and kind of appreciate the way that people treat girls in the movie and the way the way that Mulan is treated for being a girl. And when I was like, what? And like, I was watching the movie, like in my second grade, grade class, you know, a movie that I watched a lot of, I had watched a lot of times before. And, you know, in the scene at the end when after they left Mulan and they're going to the parade, you know, with the emperor and Mulan uh, reaches them and she's trying to tell them the hunts are coming and no one, nobody's listening, listening to her. I kind of like that moment kind of, you know, stuck out for me because I was like, hmm, wait a minute. Like now that the, men- the teacher mentions it, why is this happening? And I, uh, I asked out loud, why is nobody listening to her? And one other girl, like not even the teacher, a little, a little girl in my class turned to me and she was like, because she's a girl now and she's not listening, because she, she's not being listened to because she's a girl. And I was like, what? <laughs> oh, and like, that was the moment in my life where I realized that women are treated like shit in society. <laughs> this and was your I, first experience with misogyny? 
No, it probably wasn't, but it was like the first time that I realized like uh -huh. that thing did like a like a systematic thing. Of course that word didn't come up to my second grade. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like this is a thing that actually happens and it's not just to Mulan or just to me, but it was like every woman in the world suffers from, you know, being treated mm -hmm. less than just because they're a girl. And even Mushu says it out loud, mm -hmm. like, sorry, did you say something? I'm sorry, you're a girl now. And like that moment I remember that moment very, very, um, well, not fondly, but I remember it a lot and it, like it stuck in my memory because, yeah, that was the moment that I realized that, you know, women should be treated more equally and that why, why is this a thing that we're still talking about? And yeah, so Mulan made me a feminist when I was in second grade. <laughs> <laughs> well, and like that's something that this movie does so amazingly because originally it was supposed to be a lot more like brave and how you know she was Mulan was going to be much more of like a tomboy and really shunning all of that matchmaker and girly stuff and like really want to go off and like be part of the war but instead they changed it because they knew that they could get a little bit more heart in there mm -hmm. and they wanted it to be a little bit more eastern and so yeah. like she's doing this for her family and what they ended up showing us is that like you know being feminine is not a weakness like it's a strength and mm -hmm. that's how she sh she saves china she yeah. saves them by you know being a woman because she discovers that women can kind of hide under the radar and she can sneak into the palace and so like when people are saying they're like oh i like mulan because she's not girly it's like well then you totally missed like the whole point of the movie then you didn't watch it in movie <laughs> yeah <laughs> did you listen to the director's audio commentary shannon because they say exactly that they were like they tested it out, like, her going because she wants to, but then they realized that they didn't like her as a character because she was way too selfish. No, I found yeah. it when I was doing my research for okay. um, my history video, yeah. And mm -hmm. actually, the the exact idea that they had even had, like, the dad carving her destiny into a stone tablet, which Mulan breaks, and I'm like, that's literally brave yeah. <laughs> I'm about to cover brave next and I'm just like is there like a thing here I'm wondering if there's a connection maybe may probably I don't know interesting oh yeah <laughs> yeah well, uh, that other commentary that Timmy talks about like I own the blu-ray and unfortunately the blu-ray comes with the Mulan 2 like <laughs> disc and I'm like I, uh, anyway I just want Mulan on blu-ray but it has the other commentary and I remember yeah. watching it in and it's so good. Like so what good. I what I remember most is like at the beginning when they're talking about the the main titles and the way that the mm -hmm. the um ah, the ink bleeds mm -hmm. into the you know it gives the illusion that it's ink being bleeding into paper and ha and they just make a point that like this was very hard to do. Like when we <laughs> gave this task to the animators, they almost spat in our face because it was so hard and nobody like. It wasn't, you know, achievable, but they did it, and and it looks so good, and you literally feel like it's ink. And I remember also the Blu-ray comes with a documentary of the trips that they made to China, mm -hmm. and how they were all inspired by by that trip, and how, you know, they took some liberties, you know, with the architecture, and they took from some dynasties and from other dynasties. You know, I think the clothing is older than what the buildings are. The, the style of the buildings are, you know, something like that. But, you know, the, the way that they kind of took all the culture, the Chinese culture, and they took the best parts of it and they made the movie. And I find that so awesome. And I that, that's why I love owning, you know, Blu-rays and 
extra material because you you would never know the little things, you know, all the, the work that, that is put into, you know, even the smallest of details that you would never notice. And that's this is the only way that you that we as an audience have of connecting that way with the with the makers of the movie. And I love that. And I love yeah. that they took the time to make that documentary and it's amazing. And if you own the Blu-ray, you should watch it. And if you don't own the Blu-ray, go buy it and watch the documentary. <laughs> or, you know, just let Tammy send you the audio commentary. <laughs> I, I, like for a couple years, I made it my mission to find every audio commentary of a Disney DVD I could find. I don't know how many I have. I have a lot of dreams works too i have like the book of life i have the hunchback of notre dame i have the nice. i have tarzan i have i have more i have more the book of life one is good but yeah, yeah i gotta should, send it you to should, you you should send me a list of all the ones that you have and maybe I, <laughs> ask yeah. you for one. I have at least like 10 i have at least 10 not they're not all disney a few are dreamworks okay. oh yeah it's fine if you have the Prince of Egypt, I will die. I might actually because I oh. bought a. I remember I bought like a three for a three for one. It was like Rodeville Dorado. It was the Prince of Egypt, and I think it was Joseph, King of Dreams. Okay. King of I had that too. That exact same three pack. You do? <laughs> yeah. I got okay. it because I wanted Road to El Dorado. Yeah. And so, like, I have owned Prince of Egypt for like I don't even know how many years now, and I still haven't watched. <laughs> I know. Honestly, it's the, literally the best DreamWorks movie ever made. It's so good. I, am, I feel wow. so bad. I feel so bad. I'm, I'm going to do it. I promise. School, so that was like curriculum for me. I watched it for school and I like loved it. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I do have I do have the Prince of Egypt audio commentary, I think. I'll send it oh, to you. Oh, yes. Send us. Send us that. Shannon, I'm waiting for a full review on Network 1901. <laughs> yeah, maybe that will be in the works. We'll see. <laughs> yes. um, okay, so back to the topic. It's so shaming Shannon. <laughs> I mean, I outed myself. I did this to myself. <laughs> Honestly, I have more memories. You know, I'm just very attached to the songs. You know, I'll make a minute of you. It's a classic. It's a classic. It's a classic also between within kids. We yeah. were all like a whole group of kids will just start dancing and fighting with not with each other, but like pretend fighting when that when that song came 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 on. Yeah. And amazing. the lyrics the lyrics are amazing. Like the chorus, like mysterious as the dark side of the moon and <laughs> I love it. How it goes. You must be so that the crossing river. Like it has a lot of like you know cool imagery in the song and it's it's great. I love that song and like reflection is oh it's an anthem. Like I remember when I went through my Disney Renaissance phase when I rewatched all these movies, I cried watching that scene. Like it never it had never hit me the way that it did then. I don't know because I, I feel like. As I was a little older, I was a teenager, I kind of related more to Mulan. I don't know, but it really hit a core in me. And, uh, and then I rewatched it for the podcast and I realized that it's, it's a pretty, it's a pretty solid, like even more than solid, it's almost a perfect movie. I think it has a balance of a lot of things. It has characters and, you know, as, as Tammy was saying, characters, comedy, story, music, everything kind of works. And I honestly don't know. I've never heard of someone saying, oh, I don't like Mulan. Yeah. I, I don't remember. Sorry. Uh-huh. No, no, no. You, you, you go. 
I remember that I, I don't know which person was it, but there was a, a video critic about this movie and the, and the person said, oh, I don't know, I remember Mulan and I, don't, I think that, that this movie is okay and all of the people that I've talked, uh, that I've talked to about this movie all, uh, also say it's okay. It's like middle of the road Disney, and I was like, "Oh my god, what?" <laughs> like it, it definitely sounds like you're in a completely different generation as my uh, as mine because yeah. that is not what's happening right now. No, I, for me, you know, Mulan is regarded as like a pretty pretty perfect movie. At least, in, you know, the people that I that I have contact with, everyone loves Mulan. And you know, one one time, I for schoolwork, I was gathering you know, the top 10 animated movies voted by the people. And I don't know what, how Mulan ranked, but it was on the top 10. It was at least, at least top five. Mm-hmm. I remember the number one was Spirited Away. <laughs> okay. And Mulan may have been like four or five. It, yeah, like it's a very well-regarded movie. And yeah. Well, it's like so nuanced and layered too. Like even like I've seen this movie so many times and just the other day when I was watching it for this, I was really listening to that uh, matchmaker song in the beginning. And they say that like men, like we all must serve our emperor. And it's like men by bearing arms and women by bearing sons. And I'm just like, they say that in the very beginning. And then like, you know, Mulan gets shamed for like dishonoring her family and like all this kind of stuff. But then like she brings the ultimate honor by like saving the emperor by bearing arms. And I'm just like, I never caught that until now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. Like, I remember like that line, like not putting me off, but it was like, oh, wow. Like, yeah, yeah. It, it's, I mean, it's pretty like, oh, wow, misogyny. But I, I get it. <laughs> yeah, but I get that's the way that that society, like, you know, appreciated women and men, like, in like the roles that they have in, in society, you know, and like, it's not bad like it's not a bad thing i'm not canceling mulan for this yeah. <laughs> no that was but the point of, of the of that lyric the point. the point is that they are making you know they're turning it turning it around with mulan mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so, so mulan too yeah <laughs> this is the part that i no, don't <laughs> before before we start with mulan too i just want to end on a, on a good note and i want I want to ask you guys which song is your favorite out of the song rack. Hmm. Um, I think it's gotta be oh, damn. Like I'm torn right? between I'll make a man out of you or a girl worth for- fighting for just because I love the upbeat songs. I think it's gotta be I'll make a man out of you just because of like I okay, no, it's I'll make a man out of you. <laughs> I just <laughs> love that ending part where it's just like it like it's so intense, but then there's also pauses. Right when he when yeah. he goes through the chorus, like he sings it really intensely, and then there's a pause, and then it goes to the next line, and then there's a pause. It's just so dramatic and just so amazing. I love it, and I love the little like um, inclusion of all the, of the of Ping, mm-hmm. uh, Yao, and Chin Po, and then Mulan. Their little insertion in, in the middle of there. I really yeah. like the song. Yeah. My favorite song. Well, sorry for me. I think it's between reflection, and I'm like I'll make a man out of you. And uh, if I just duelate it in my mind for a little bit I think it's gonna it's gotta be I'll make a man out of you because it's just a, such a fun song mm-hmm. very fun like whenever it plays uh, another memory a very embarrassing memory <laughs> but for a Christmas party we had you know a, a challenge uh, a challenging game we we put our challenges in a bowl and we took one you know by hand and 
a friend got a challenge of go out to the street and sing I'll make a man out of you <laughs> and we will record you and oh she my God. Did it. and she did it and we we were backing vocals for her I and love it. she was amazing she kind of climbed into a light pole and it was great <laughs> amazing yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's amazing yeah Shannon <laughs> Um, I, mine is definitely reflection. Um, I really love angst and all things sad. (laughs) (laughs) So I just, yeah, I just really love that whole song. And like, you really see like Mulan is just so relatable in this song because she feels like Mm -hmm. a failure. She feels like she's letting her family down and she really like just makes such a change later on when she decides that, you know, it's like, you know, I'm not going to let my father you know, give his life. Like I'm, I have to do something. And you know, the line comes back around later when she says that you know maybe when she'd look in the mirror she'd see someone worthwhile. So like she was doing this a little bit for herself too. And I'm just like, I live for the pain, and I love it. <laughs> so awesome. Uh, well, my yeah. favorite, my favorite song. Uh, I think it's short hair, like the score. Mm-hmm. When when she's putting oh. on the armor and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. I re- yeah, I really love. I really like that in so much that when uh, the scene with the princesses saving Ralph in Ralph Ray's internet, oh, it yeah. has like oh, yes, yes, the yes, princess yes. songs. And when, uh, when, when that little piece of score just appeared, I was, I was just like in shock. Yes. I don't know. What it was. <laughs> like something in me just you guys, you should have you should have watched Andy and me watching Outbreak <laughs> the Internet like the first time we watched it because we were alone in the movie theater. Oh my god. And goodness. when that scene so came, we lost it. We That's lost good. it. We were screaming. We were like cheering them, like, go, yes, oh my god, it's Mulan. Yeah, it's I wasn't crazy. screaming because I had lost my voice. So yeah. I just made it feel <laughs> it was really funnier. Oh yeah. Okay, so I think we can. We get one to the topic yeah. of today. Uh, yeah, so the topic <laughs> of today is Mulan 2. And for whoever, who anyone who hasn't seen it, basically the story is that Mulan and Shang are going to get married. And now that they're getting married, Mushu is about to lose his, you know, his place in the temple because when she marries Shang, his ancestors will become, you know, they will you know, get together with the ancestors of Mulan and she, he's basically basically going to lose his job. And so the emperor assigns Mulan and Shang a task of taking the emperor's daughters, three daughters, to marry a prince uh, somewhere in the country to stop the war. You know, it's like arranged, you know, military strat- strategic marriage. And so Mulan, Shang, and the three warriors... Um, uh, what are, what are their names? Ping. Xingpo. Xingpo. Yao. And Yao. Yeah. So they make escorts for the princesses and they take them to marry the prince. And while this is happening, Mushu is planning to splitting apart Shang and Mulan because he doesn't want to lose his job. And basically the story is that the movie is a road trip movie where they're <laughs> taking the princesses to the palace to get married. But the princesses fall in love with the warriors and, you know, Mushu gets you know, he succeeds at splitting apart Shang and Mulan, and you know, shit happens. And in the end, Mulan lo- loses Shang at one at one point. Spoiler alert: something happens, and she loses Shang, and she thinks she's, he's never coming back. And so she decides to take the place of the princesses, marrying the prince herself, 
and so that they can get together with the warriors and you know being true to your heart and whether and in the in the wedding Shane appears and they get together again and shenanigans happen and they get married and everything's fine nothing happens with the prince and everything gets solved because of the power of love and 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 Mushu because he learns his lesson and he tries to make amends and he helps Shang and Mulan um, get together again. And in the end, it's a happy ending for everyone. And Shang and Mulan get married. And we don't know what happens to the princesses and the warriors. We assume we, they're still together. And that's basically Mulan too. <laughs> in yeah. few few words, like you don't need to watch it. That you're, <laughs> I see what you're gonna get. And so, how about how about this movie? You guys have had you ever watched it before? Did you watch it as a kid, or this is your first your first time watching it? Um, let's go in the same order, okay? Um, Tammy? I watched this a lot as a kid. Um, it's, like, I don't know, like, there was, I think before we used to say how sometimes we watch the Disney sequel more than we watch the original. This was not the case in this film. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the case. I still First watched time. it. I watched it quite a lot, though. Um, and I had, I had a fun time. I enjoyed it as a kid. I didn't really so much enjoy it, right, like, as an adult but as a kid it was fairly entertaining and I maybe it has something to do with that representation that drew me in as a kid I remember watching it with my little cousin who was who's eight years younger than me and my brother and whenever um like other girls came on we would like dance with the princesses and jump on the bed with them as we were watching we would we used to have like nice movie marathons with this movie so I had pretty good memories like nostalgic memories with this film and yeah. <laughs> Happy memories. Good. Oh. Um, yeah, I, I watched this movie like a ton of times too when I was little. Although the main thing that I remember from it, and it always sticks out to me, is that lesson number one song. <laughs> and it uh-huh. still gets stuck in my head. I hadn't seen this movie in years, and yet I still remember this song. I don't know why. Um, but like I agree, like it's a fun movie, and I really liked it when I was younger. Watching it now, I can see why critics didn't like it. And especially, like, learning more about the story of Mulan, I can really see why people didn't like it. Um, But there's nothing, like, inherently wrong with it. Like, it's Mm -hmm. a perfectly fine, like, fun movie. But it just... I think if they had made it now, it could have been a lot more... A lot more meaningful if they'd taken a little bit more care with it. Yeah. No, definitely. agree. Uh, yes, it, little parentheses with that song when you started. I I didn't remember the lyrics a lot. I just remember it was about balance and whatever. But I was like, oh my god, Star Wars? Hey, Mulan? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, the that- second they started talking about yin and yang, I was yes. like, um, hello? Yes. Hello? <laughs> Do we need to say it? <laughs> So yeah, that was the Star Wars reference for today's episode. (laughs) (laughs) Well, but about the movie, about the movie. Okay, I remember that I watched this movie right before the world premiere of High School Musical 2. That's my story. (laughs) Yes. Because I World premiere, very special event of High School Musical 2. Wow. No, it wasn't High School Musical 2, I think. No, it was High School Musical, the first one. Wow. Wow, even better. Huh? No, wait, no. Oh, I guess God. it was... Wait, it was... Was it Come Rock? I think it was Come Rock. No, it was Come Rock because I, I was screaming and I... <laughs> and I didn't scream with the first High School Musical. 
movie. No, it was Camrug. Okay, Camrug. Are we agree on that? Okay. Great movie. <laughs> because I because I was in a in a cousin's house in in another city, different of my own, and she had the DV, she had the VHS, and I put it on, oh. and then I watched that movie. Okay, good. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I didn't think much about the movie uh, right then. It was just like, oh, okay. I guess it's nice to see how Mulan's story continues, I guess. And I didn't think much about the princesses. I remember that I, that I didn't like their design, so I didn't care for them, you know? Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I was, I was pretty shallow with the princess design. Yeah. <laughs> and I have nothing to say about this movie. <laughs> I have nothing. <laughs> as far as memories go, it's just like it's yeah. there, I guess. And that's it. Moving on, Gina. For me, I think there are two two things that stuck out, stick out of the movie that I remember most, and and they're basically the songs, uh, the lesson number one song, and mm-hmm. the I wanna be like. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, that's what I remember most of the movie. I actually kind of, I think that I objectively like those songs, not because they're great songs, but because they're fun songs, and you know they're fun to sing, and it's very fun a very fun scene and whatever and I think I actually only ever watched this movie like maybe four times in my life or three I remember the first time I watched it (laughs) (laughs) the first time that I watched it I was very little I think it was like almost the year it came out I think and I remember I liked it at that time and you know I was you know I was a girl (laughs) and then I when I when I bought the Mulan Blu-ray that came with the with Mulan two, I watched Mulan two because I was like, okay, let's. I remember liking it as a kid. Let's watch it and and see what happens. And I remember hating it. I was like, what is this? I I'm having a miserable time watching this. I don't <laughs> care about any of this. I'm so bored. I'm so mad at this. I hate Shang. I hate Mushu. I hate everyone. Please make Spoilers. my stop. And I just, I was, and for years I was like, ah, oh, that was the worst. It's the worst, it's the worst, it's the worst. And I rewatched that for the podcast and I still don't like it. I don't, I didn't hate it as much. I think I was expecting to be more offended by it. But <laughs> after the movies that we have reviewed for the podcast, <laughs> it's just not, not nearly as bad as some of the ones that we have covered. Uh, so I think I was more neutral towards it this time. And I think that. You know, that's all the times in my life that I've ever watched this movie. So every time I've had a different reaction to it. Um, I have no more memories of the movie than that. I remember realizing, I didn't know that Mulan 2 was a thing until like I was at a video store, maybe. And I came, came you know, I, I found it at the animated section and I was like, Mulan 2, what? And I think that was the first time that I watched it. And like I was very excited because the cover was amazing. I think the cover was Mulan on a horse or something, or I don't know if it was like a package. And I remember the cover. And I don't, I don't remember, but I remember like being attracted to it by the cover, and that's why I rented it, and that's why I watched it. <laughs> and that's basically all the memories I have of this movie. I, I, but I do, I did like the princesses designs. I think the princesses are cute. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're yeah. nothing interesting. They're nothing to, you know, write home about. But I think they're they're nicely done. I, think I don't really... know 
how the oh, emperor, go ahead. sorry, I don't know how the emperor has such young <laughs> girls. As and only three. That's what is impressive to me. Yeah. <laughs> they're only three and they're very young and they're all basically the same age. And like, they're not right. his granddaughters. Like they could be his granddaughters, but they're not. They're his daughters. Mm-hmm. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I think it's really interesting that you have like a neutral take on this film because I actually found a, it's a quote from somebody who reviewed this movie. Um, His name is Scott Gwynn um, for Cinema Blend. And he said, Mulan 2 is a direct-to-DVD disgrace that takes everything excellent about its predecessor film, rips it to shreds, and uses it for rat cage lining. Wow. I was like, wow. I can't understand that. My That's thing when is. I was watching this movie is that, like, they took so much care to try to stay really true to that, like, Eastern style of storytelling. And, like, in, in like, the Eastern tradition, like, you want to have more of an emphasis on family. It's not really about the self. Mm-hmm. And so to hear Mulan say that your duty is to yourself and your duty is to your mm-hmm. heart over your duty to your family, I'm like, that what? literally goes against what they say in the first movie. And it's just kind of a yikes. Like, I feel like if they had spent a little bit more time, they still could have had the princesses fall in love um, with Yao and Jinpo and Ling and all them. But they could have still had, like, moments where they're like, but it's my duty. I have to do this, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, it turns out okay in the end. But instead, it's just like, no, you should be in love with them because that's what you want. And screw what your family says. Screw all China. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I think that's the reason when I was watching it and when I was remembering the movie, I didn't understand what was about it that didn't that didn't click with me, that made me uncomfortable. And that's it. I, I think mm-hmm. like Mulan, she isn't just out of character. It's just that that's not her character, like you said, because she... She made the decisions she made because of her family and also because a little bit for herself. You, you said it before, mm-hmm. but it was mainly because of her family and the people she loved in China. In China. And this is definitely the opposite of it. This is not only your family. This is like the people that you're devoted to. You're a princess. What the hell? And I don't know, like she... She sounded a little bit whiny to me when she immediately is like, "Oh my God, you can make your daughters marry other." Well, I, I don't, someone I don't, they know. don't know. I have someone they don't know, and blah blah blah. And it's like, okay, their princesses does their job, and you could, you could get a story about it. That what's the difference between your duty? Uh, the thing about the duty to your heart and the duty to to your responsibilities, like outside forces, it's interesting. But it didn't they didn't manage it with care at all, and it was just like there to serve another plot, you know. And, well, and the thing is, like Disney has done that story in better ways. Like I, <laughs> they've explored it in like Tangled the series a lot. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's it's such a it's such a fascinating. Like, it's just so interesting to be like, you know, do you want to be true to yourself and duty to yourself? Or are you putting that aside, you know, for a bigger cause? And especially when you're dealing with like a princess where, you know, these are, you know, diplomats, these are, you know, like political people. um, It's really, really interesting. So I just feel like maybe if they had had 
if this was like more than just like, oh, it's Mulan, everybody loves Mulan, we're gonna make a sequel for it, and if, if they had just been like, we have an actual story to tell, and they'd explored it, there is a story here. They just didn't go for it. Instead, they kind of gave us like a rom com, which you know is fine. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's really fluffy, and it gets. Like, oh, man, the ending where Shang, like, stops this wedding. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> all, of a, all of a sudden, it gets so dramatic. It was a telenovela, and I was <laughs> really confused. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, oh, okay. wow. But before, Moana is another story that deals with that. That deals with, those, with that sort of theme and... Yeah. It's mm-hmm. so far much better, but yes, that 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 part of the movie, like it, that part was just the movie had lost me already. <laughs> but that that was I, I was in a state that was I was I was just laughing. It's like wow, I can't I I do believe this because it's this movie. Okay, well whatever, do what you want. I'm just here to be entertained at this moment. I feel like <laughs> they everything. didn't know how to end it. So they were like, <laughs> let's fake Shang's death. <laughs> I yeah. can't believe. So dramatic. Okay, so yeah, Shang sort of dies, but that scene is so freaking dramatic because you have the bridge, the sky is red, then then Shang is like, oh my, all black widowy that you had to let me go, and then Mulan, oh her face God. so dramatic, and then Mulan, he... wait, Mulan too, like did Avengers Endgame rip off? Mulan? Oh no, <laughs> no. <laughs> that explains what movies don't. I don't like oh, any well, of those movies. There, there's something that I want to say, but I can't say it because it's a spoiler. I have to know. Um, Tammy, how far are you in Heroes of Olympus? Oh, I've read it all. Okay, okay, yeah. So <laughs> I, I got some major like Mark of Athena vibes. <gasps> oh, <laughs> oh okay. I wanted that's where it would go, but instead it it didn't. <laughs> that would have been amazing. What if the love came down with Shang? <laughs> wow. Well, and, and then. And goes to Yao, lead them there. Promise me. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that would have been incredible. Yeah. Oh my god. The stars say hello. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh wow. Now you made me want to reread Mark of Athena. <laughs> so good. So Do good. It. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Alex, if you're listening. She hasn't gotten that far yet. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. I'll warn her. I'll warn her. Yeah. You didn't really say anything. You just said Mark of Athena. That's right. I mean, Literally. I've warned her that like she needs to be ready for the ending. I just haven't told her what's coming. I just tell oh you, God. I was still shook. Like I knew what happened because I read like the series. I knew this- too. I read it this year, and I just didn't realize it was gonna happen. I didn't know what book. So when they were like, when she defeated, like when they defeated, like I don't want to spoil this, but when they defeated Arachne and everything. And I thought everyone was like ready to go, and I thought they were all safe. And then it just happened. I was shook. Yep. Like, I, <laughs> and like I read those books as they were coming out, and so like I think we had like so long before House of Hades came out, and then like the dedication of House of Hades is just like, oh. ha, ha, ha sucks to be you. And I was like, oh my god, <laughs> that is that is one historic moment in literature. It's so that, that dedication. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, I love this tangent. <laughs> it's Me great. Too. I mean, any any opportunity to talk about Percy Jackson, I have to jump on it. <laughs> exactly. Favorite thing ever. Yeah, what, me too. What, what daughter of a of a god or goddess are you? Sorry, I have to know. <laughs> oh, I'm pretty sure that if I I took the test online and I got Hades, and that's yeah. pretty fitting. 
Uh, but I would probably be a hunter of artists. You, you love angst and sadness. Yes. Yeah. 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 I you. <laughs> but I would probably follow. Um, well, I wouldn't super follow Bianca D'Angelo all the way to her end, but um, I would probably join the Hunters of Artemis. Because <laughs> I did find out recently that they're all um, canonically ace, too, which is really interesting. Nice. Yeah. Ace or, or Arrow or both of them? Probably a mix, I okay. would say. Okay. Yeah, because I, I, I have always been drawn to to the Hunters as well. So that, right? if I was a demigod, I would totally be a Hunter as well. Oh yeah, but I don't want to kill any animal. That's that's a problem. Well, you know, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that you don't have to. You can just fire arrows at boys. Can we just? That's the dream. <laughs> and just make a Heroes of Olympus podcast. Like that's Please. why my that's why my book review channel is called Still Waiting for My Seder because I am. They missed me. I'm still here. <laughs> Like all the people who are still waiting for their Howard's letter, mm, not really. Nah. You know, don't get my hopes up like that. You know how much I love this series. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I mean, you do have a Piper as image as your, you know, icon. I will. I will. It will. It's on WhatsApp too. It will vary. (laughs) It will vary depending on who I love on based on what I'm reading. I love them all, especially Reina. That's oh, the right my queen. My queen. Her bromance with Nico is the best thing ever. <laughs> that ever. was like the best thing we never knew that we needed. Exactly. Like, like, <laughs> like who knew just they would have couldn't this believe chemistry? It. Who would know? Who knew? Who knew? Oh. <laughs> okay, wait, wait. Where were we? <laughs> yes, uh, Shang on sure? the bridge. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's, you know, the, the most dramatic moment of that scene like, the most dramatic part is Mulan's tears they're oh, so God, big yeah. and they're all over her face and the way that, anime. the way that her eyes just burst open and she screams Shang! <laughs> it's so dramatic and he, and he just like has a poker face as he's falling down well like that's another departure from the original movie because they when they did Oh, there's like an actual name for it, and Tammy, you'll probably know. But when they were doing the scene where she like dons the armor and everything, they liked how like it was silent. And so mm-hmm. they gave the rest of the movie kind of like a silent approach. So to see Mulan so hysterical, mm-hmm. like it's just like, what's happening? Wait, and it gets better because after he falls and like, you know, she gets back to, you know, the ground, she stays all night kneeling with his sword, just under the rain and she just stays there and she doesn't sleep and she just yeah. is there That's that under the rain <laughs> yeah so angsty oh let's just hope that um Disney doesn't uh repeat that anytime soon like in December or anything oh no why 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 because why I'm sad so all the time because I'm sad <laughs> all the time <laughs> Story four. Yes, yeah, I okay. have. Well, I we will, Alex and I want a Toy Story four ending. Uh, okay. Yes, that's yes, interesting. Yes, yes, yes. 
Yeah, I still have to watch it. Nobody in my family wants to watch it with me. I think I'm going to have to go watch, it, watch alone. it alone. It's a lot it's better nice. than I thought it was going to be. Forky is like everyone's spirit animal. Dude, yeah, I wa- I've, watched, <laughs> I've watched it two times already and I really liked it even more the second time that I that I watched it. And I think it's a great movie. And Tammy, you're going to love Bo Peep. I'm going to love Forky. Yes. Yeah, you're Bo, awesome. No, like Forky, but Bo, Bo, Bo Peep. You're gonna oh, love I'm going to love Bo Peep. Yeah, she looks, she looks awesome. She's amazing. She's amazing in this movie. Okay, Mulan 2. <laughs> I love how we just take it every tangent we can to not talk about this movie. It's well, so this just, you know, it's, it is, it, this movie, it's, it's here, and it's, it, it's trying, not necessarily its best. Um, it's definitely it's, a movie. It has characters. It does. It doesn't have Eddie Murphy though. Yeah. I was boo boo the fool. I, I love how you're like you're talking about it, and it sounds like you're gonna defend it, and it just keeps it's try it's here, it's trying, not its best. And it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you got a defensive tone, but your words aren't def- defending. It. I I work at a museum. I am the queen of sounding happy when I'm dead inside. <laughs> oh wow! Oh wow! <laughs> Very I work in a movie theater and I totally get you. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> I work in elementary school. Oh yeah. my god! Oh, yeah. <laughs> you definitely feel it. Yeah. I love it. I love those little kids, but it's hard. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so yeah, this did movie. You, did, you, did you guys have something that you like that you can say that you like about this movie? I can. We've been pretty negative so far. I, I, I'm curious if you have something that you could rescue from it. I can, but it's going to turn into a tangent. Okay, can I just say mine first then? Yes. Yeah. Animation is not terrible. Yes. Oh, yeah. And I feel yeah, like surprising. we're damaged. We are damaged, uh, at least Tammy, Gina, and I, because we've seen some shit. Yeah. <laughs> so this movie, it's whatever, but it, we are not being as harsh as we could be because we've, see, we've seen the tribals of this world. Yeah, I think from now on, <laughs> all the movies that that are left in, you know, the Disney sequels that we haven't covered. All the animation is pretty decent. Okay. Don't, we don't have any Bell's Magical Worlds and Hunts. <laughs> <you. laughs> oh, God, the Hunchback. Oh, oh God. The horror. The horror. <laughs> um, What's your tangent, Timmy? Uh, oh, yeah, okay. do, do the tangent. So my do. good things are Lucy Liu, Sandra Oh, and Lauren Tom. Like, mm, even as a so kid... Weird. I knew that these were the voice actresses because these were like, I'm not Chinese American. I am Filipino. I'm half Filipino, half Vietnamese, but still seeing Asian Americans on screen, like it just gave me the representation I sorely needed. Like I just never realized how much representation is important. I never realized how important it was until I saw actual Filipino representation in Steven Universe when mm-hmm. Lars made a freaking ube roll. It's a dessert, okay? And I felt so up in the sky happy just because <laughs> something from my culture was in a show that I liked. So that's how vital representation is to not just little kids, but people in general when they see themselves being represented in media. And I loved seeing these voice actresses be, uh, doing work in a, in a, you know, it's a Disney sequel, but a Disney film. I loved <laughs> it. And like, like I said about Lauren Tom, is it all right if I go into the tangent about the Joy Luck Club? Yeah, oh, yeah, go. Like, Seeing Lauren Tom in there, who was in the Joy Luck Club with Ming-Na Wen, is really, like, just, I love it. I love that movie so much because it's just, 
it resonates with almost every Asian American I've ever met. Every Asian American knows the Joy Luck Club just because of how vital it was to our culture and just seeing a film full of Asian American and Asian women. This film, like, this film is just incredible. It's where, like I told you guys, it's where the directors for Mulan saw Ming-Na Wen and said that we need her in this film because she was the main character of the film. The film is all about telling stories from mother to daughter about how Chinese immigrants went away from their old life and how they try to make a new life for their daughters and how just how problems still in, come into our lives despite having a so-called better life in a first world country. Like, can I just tell you like one story from this film on how the stories in, interconnect with one another? Like one woman, the the mother, the Chinese mother, she was in, she was the daughter of a first wife. Like there was back then they, um, Chinese men could have multiple wives. She was the daughter of a first wife, but her dad died and her mother had to go marry this rich man and became his fourth wife. Oh, wow. Yeah, and her mother died, so she was left defenseless. And basically, her whole story is about finding her worth. She was able to outsmart the people around her, all the other wives, and she demanded that she be treated with respect as a child. She she demanded her worth, and she was able to get something out of it. She was able to get an education and a trip to the U.S. to get out of there. She demanded her worth for herself. And her daughter's story is about how she marries into this rich white family and how she loses herself in that family and how she loses her sense of worth and sense of herself. And that causes the husband to fall out of love with her and they're getting a divorce. And she then has to find her worth with her husband. She has to demand what she's worth to him because she's about to lose everything. She's going to lose her children. She's going to lose her house. This is in America. And her mother like straight up tells her, what are you worth? What are you going to ask for yourself as she's going through this divorce? And it's just incredible. Wow, that's, that's one story. And yeah. there's, like four of them. Wow. That, that's my that. tangent. That's, that's awesome. I'm going to need to watch that movie. That's my tangent. And they all connect with each other. All the different oh, I love issues. That. All the different issues, even though they're from mother to the daughter, even though they're from different cultures and different countries, they all connect with each other. And they just show like, we're still all messed up in a way, no matter where we come from. Where we come from. Oh, I love that. I'm so sold. Mm-hmm. Please. Um, thank you for that, Timmy. I love that. I love that little opinion. <laughs> Shannon, yeah, that's you, good. Yeah. Shannon, do you have something? Sorry. Sorry no. Shannon, do you have something good to say about this movie? Um, I actually, I, I think it's just a really fun movie. Like, like I said, there's nothing like inherently wrong with it. It's just kind of like a turn your brain off type of film. I do really like all of the yin yang um, stuff mm-hmm. in it, mm-hmm. like kind of like the opposite of tracks. I mean, more than just like Thrilo and everything. Um, <laughs> I just thought that was like an interesting um, little bit to add to Mulan and Shang's relationship just to give it like a little bit more. They did kind of go like the fluffier route with it. But it was a really interesting, like, concept. So that was really, really yeah. cool. And obviously, yes, I do like it because Raylo and also Zutara. <laughs> so, um, you know. <laughs> yes. Uh, any kind of yin-yang I'm here for. <laughs> Opposite, yeah. I love that. For me, I do actually have, like, I didn't realize it, but I have, like, a little, like, very short list of things that I actually enjoy or like or appreciate in the movie. The first, I think, would have to be the way that Mulan is regarded in her hometown by the little girls. I really thought that that was interesting because, you know, when, when she comes back from the war, every single little girl in the town is 
<laughs> in love with her and they admire her and they are just in awe of her like they basically kiss the floor she steps in <laughs> and I love how Mulan takes responsibility of you know have all these little girls looking looking up to me and have a duty to you know teach them and you know help them be better you know I have this this duty because they look up to me and I like that I wish they could have explored that a little more. Um, the second thing that I like, I think it's very, um, I guess, superficial, but I really like Mulan's dress when she's about to get married to the <laughs> mm-hmm. Aspel Prince. I think that, that she looks gorgeous in that scene. The, the dress and the headpiece and the, you know, the makeup, everything is gorgeous in, in, in that outfit. I love that. I wish, mm-hmm. I would really like to see Mulan, you know, a character meet and greet of you know of her with that dress yeah because it's gorgeous mm-hmm, um, I think the last thing that I would say that I, that I like is that it actually has it has a decent what's the word I was thinking about it like literally seconds ago a setup it has a decent setup for the movie the, the thing with Mulan and Shang that like, you know they're about to get married, they're engaged, and they have this little celebration and they have this little scene where people are asking them stuff. And you know, how many kids do you want to have? And Shang says, Oh, a lot of them. And Mulan says, just one or two. And they basically go back and forth showing you that they are very different, that they don't want the same things. And, and it makes you question, how are these two people gonna make the marriage work? You know, how, how did this happen? And you know, the parent Mulan's parents see this, and this is when they when they decide to give them the yin and yang necklaces and what they represent. And I think that was a very nice setup to watch their relationship between Shang and Mulan, which is a not very long relationship. I think they mentioned in the movie that they've been dating for like months. Month. Like yeah, it's yeah, been a month, month since the, the thing with the Huns. And they're engaged. And, and they're basically rushing to the altar. And what are the things that could go wrong? Like, are they really... You know, are they really a match? Would they make the relationship work? How is the marriage going to be like? And those are questions that they that could have been answered better in this movie. But because they add the stupid thing with Mushu, mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't let us see that. Because, you know, we see them fighting and we see, we see them not um, being agreeing on stuff. But it's artificial. It's not real because it's Mushu's work. And... We already saw that Shang and, and Mulan had different opinions on things. Like they could have had a natural progression of their relationship relationship just by showing mm-hmm. us how they work. You know, they are basically alone out there taking care of the princesses. And the conflict of Mulan wants to let the princesses get together with the warriors and Mul- and Shang is like, no, they need to follow their duty. That's the main that should have been the main problem that separated them, you know? And it's not yeah. it's true. And that's what I mean when I say it, has, it had a nice setup, you know, because in the beginning they raised good questions. And even the thing with Mushu that this union between Mulan and Shang is going to cost him his job. Like that could have been like a good character moment of him, like not wanting to lose a job, but realizing that it's best, best, what's best for Mulan. And they try to do that, but they do that in a very shitty way and they make you hate Mushu for it. And at the very Mushu, end, and it... Yeah, it's it not, doesn't mean anything then. Yeah. It's just yeah. like, oh, whatever. Like, oh, I screwed up. I think I should have not done this. Well, yeah. it would have been nice, too, if they had, like, 
added another layer of like, you know, Mulan and Shang met during the war and under very different circumstances and like returning to real life, like obviously they're going to realize that they've got some things that are different. That is kind of a tall order for a direct to DVD um, (laughs) sequel, but that's something that's really interesting that they could explore because like they don't really know each other like they do in a way Mm -hmm. but not necessarily like all of it so that would have been cool too if they had had more time instead of Mushu trying to break them up and it was just them realizing that they're very different people that would have been kind of cool yeah definitely like that's that's what I was trying to make a point of that it had a very interesting setup like that could have been so cool to see but uh, because it's a direct-to-video sequel, and all we had to have, you know, I don't know, we can't get into a very deep conversation of relationships and whatever. Let's just make Mushu tear them apart for yeah. selfish reasons, and uh, that doesn't really work. And also, I think with the princesses, uh, I think that could have been explored more, and it could have been a very interesting conflict, you know. There are three princesses thought to get married, and they don't want to, and they, this, like, this is the first time ever that they're tasting freedom by falling in love with these warriors. And the conflict in inside them that they don't they do want to follow their duty, but what do you do when you're falling in love and you're about to get married to someone else to save your country? Like that's a that's a movie on itself. But oh yeah, they don't do that. They they don't care about it and they just go with a very simple, very like very simplistic um, way and and path for it. And it's very frustrating because you know the first ten minutes of the movie raises a lot of good questions that would make for a good movie, but then they, do, they don't do anything with them. They just take the childish route and it gives no way, it has no weight to it. It has no meaning. It's just a movie that you're gonna forget about later. It's a rom-com. It's a rom-com. Yeah, it's a telenovela. <laughs> yeah, it's a telenovela. It just, it just goes for the dramatic, for the simplistic, for the childish, and it completely takes all the themes and all the, the, you know, statements that they could have made about relationships and about heart and duty and, you know, and love. And they don't do anything with it. And they, they just put them in the trash. And it's very tragic, honestly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, um, because... are better. <laughs> yes. Uh, I think that it's not fair to judge it by today's standards like this movie. Not not only by today's standards, but by my standards, <laughs> like <laughs> the deconstructed woke person that I try to be. Uh, but I was watching it, and I was just seeing all the problems in it, and all the problems in the relationships, and in the plot, like in 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 the adventure that they were going in, and I don't know, like everything annoyed me. But I knew, like, mm-hmm. okay, this is a direct to video Disney sequel. <laughs> That came out in tw- in two thousand five six whatever, <laughs> but 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 it's still like it it dawned on me that okay this is like what people consider like normal storytelling like very poor storytelling but it's just like normal stuff that of course if you have three female characters they're going to fall in love with the other three male characters that kind of look like them <laughs> so. Yeah, when same, I was a kid, palette and everything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when I was a kid, I didn't think of it, but it, I right now it's just I realize I just hate that trope so much. <laughs> I hate it. I was just 
Okay, moment of truth. I was rewatching The Winks. I don't know if you ever saw. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes, it's terrible. It's horrible. I love it. It's so oh, bad. It's but, so bad. <laughs> but every single one of them ends up with a guy, and that's like why. It's well, one of the things that one most. they're gonna end up with too, because it's just the guy version of them. It's literally the Powerpuff Girls with the rowdy buff boys. Yeah. Yes, definitely. and I hate that. And I think that um, that is like an, another. How do you say? It's another way to do the this Murphette syndrome, this oh, yeah. Murphette trope. But you just, yeah, but where you add romance in there and that's like, no, no. And also the way that they fall in love, I just don't care about that. I just don't care about that kind of relationships anymore, you know? So of course, this story wasn't for me anymore, but I don't think that it's going to be for anyone that has a decent grasp on how relationships work. Sorry, I'm just like getting too no. critical about it. But I, and also, you know what? Uh, in the first movie in Mulan, in the original, I don't care about Shang. He's just like, it, it, it's good that it's there, that he's there because it's part of the story and it's part of the, of the plot. But it's not a really big thing uh, for Mulan or for the story in general. And I just, for some time, I just had this idea that I, that I didn't like Shang at all. <laughs> um, but I think it is purely because of this movie. It is really because of this movie and my dislike and me disliking his character in this movie just uh, uh, moved over to the original or something. Because he's so dumb in this movie. He's yeah, he's real dumb. They did him so dirty. Yeah, they did. And it's so cartoonish, and the problems that arise are just because of Mushu, and those problems are solvable. They, they, they can they can be just... Well, and see, like, this Look is the thing. <laughs> like, this is what I have found with, like, a lot of the more recent Disney princess movies, is that, like, their original idea is a lot more like this. It's more simplistic. It's a little bit more cartoony. It's more funny. Like, I found this with Tangled, too. And then they, at some point, they stop. And they're like, you know what? We've got, like, a good foundation. And we can get a much more genuine story out of it. And so, like, they'll kind of stop and kind of go back a little bit. And then they'll find something better. Because, like, at the time that this came out, like, Princess and the Frog and Tangled were in production. So we know that, like, Disney had it in them to do a better story. So really what it is is that, you know, they just, it was just a cash grab. It was just like Mulan's really popular and we're going to tell another Mulan story. And they just didn't take the time to really dig deep because there is so much potential here. Like it's real close if they just hadn't gone so fluffy and so cartoony and had just like dug a little bit deeper. They really could have had a good movie here, but they just, they just didn't do it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And also mm-hmm. communication, guys. Communication is important in every kind of relationship. <laughs> communication yeah. is always important. This was this movie is literally idiot plot. Do you what? know the idiot plot thing? The what? No. Idiot plot is when a whole story uh, doesn't exist if the characters aren't idiots. That's that very true. With, with horror movies, uh, this this is totally a. Uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, like, you know, you know what? what? Go ahead. Like the moment. Sorry, I uh, just want to point out a moment where I was like, "Yeah, I'm done." Um, 
Mulan is going after the princess and the warriors because they sneak out and they go to a town to visit for a night. And Mulan realizes they're gone. And she to- she tells Mushu, just make sure Shang doesn't wake up. I'm going to go get them. Uh, and yeah. Mushu's like, yeah, girl, go. Everything's fine here. And of course, because Mushu's a real shit in this movie, he just basically, he literally like, makes a one-man band like with the drums and everything and he starts making noises and he's trying to wake Shang up in a lot of goofy cartoonish ways and then he he stands outside the tent and he starts talking like Mulan and he and she says something like I don't know I don't know remember, remember really remember um, the scene but the thing is that she's making Mulan's voice and she's saying some bad things about Shang he stupid. Yeah. He'd be Shane, like, "Here's Shane, it." He never say that. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, no. you know, he says something that. about his breath and and like, yeah, stupid shit. And Shang, of course, wakes up and he listens to this and he believes it. And it's even worse because at one moment Mushu's voice cracks and he just starts talking like Mushu, and Shang is like, he's he didn't even hear that. Like he just he 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 still didn't. Uh, understood that that was not Mulan. And you're like, what? Like, that was very obviously not Mulan. Like, he talked for a solid three seconds in Mushu's voice. And it's <laughs> so stupid. And he goes to to confront Mulan about it. And Mulan is, like, so weirded out. And he just lashes out at, at her. And you're like, calm down. And it's, it's so, so annoying. Everyone, every character in this movie is so annoying. So I'm so sorry. Can I tell like to like to like maybe be a bit more positive? You know what could have redeemed this movie? Yes. You know what could have redeemed it? Like you said a lot of things, but their most massive missed opportunity was when in the beginning, when Shang goes to Milan and asks and tells her that he's worried about not being like not living up to his general position, and she goes, You'll be a great general. She should have said, Don't worry, you will, you fight good. Oh, oh my god. That would have been great. And you know that these people did not like were not putting heart into it because if they were truly fans of this movie, they would have done that. Uh, <laughs> they would have known. They would have known. Yeah. For Spider-Man Far From Home. Oh, oh my gosh, yeah. I'm gonna love it. We're, we're, we're gonna wrap it up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I just you just made me remember one part that I did like and I was like, oh I can't believe they did this. The part where Shank proposes to Mulan. I think it's very well done because they don't show you. They're yeah. just they they're just the camera is very far away from them. They show you the you know the the, the cherry blossom tree and they and Mulan sitting there in the little um, you know whatever and Shang just kneels in front of her and you don't hear anything. You just see her screaming out in joy and hugging him and you're like and you understand what just happened you know and mm-hmm. you don't need and like a single word of dialogue to understand. It's just done by animation and it's. A very cute, like three seconds of the movie, and I was like, I can't believe Mulan to had the nuance to make this scene like this. <laughs> and that's shot up. Yeah. So we're gonna wrap it up because some, uh, you know, we're busy people and we have busy lives. <laughs> um, do you have something else that you want to bring out about this movie that we haven't talked about? I think we got it, was, it all. It was just, just weird. It was weird watching Lucy Liu fall in love with Harvey Feinstein. Uh, who, is <laughs> Harvey, who is Harvey Feinstein? Feinstein? Feinstein. Yeah. Harvey Feinstein. He's just, yeah. 
I just know him as he's Yao. Mm-hmm. But you know who Harvey Firestein is, right? No. Oh, he's. I just know him as wearing drag because he plays Edna Turnblad in Hairspray. <gasps> oh, <laughs> on Broadway, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah. And he's oh, like, yeah, he has, yeah, no, he's known for that voice, that like just really like gravelly voice, like which is totally natural. And he's just like a to- like a gay icon. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it's awesome. just weird watching Lucy Liu fall in love with him. <laughs> it's strange. Also, I think it's cute that some, in some way, the wishes that the warriors talk about in the "A Girl We're Fighting For" song, they kind of come true. Uh, Yao wants someone to admire his strength, and literally, he fights a man on the town, like he beats a man up. And Mei is like, "Oh my God, you're so strong!" And yeah, and <laughs> Shenpo wants someone to cook to cook for him, and they basically love. They both love food, and they both love cooking, so. Basically, they got what they wanted. I think that's kind of cute. And that's it. That's, I think that's all that I have to say about it. That's the only good thing that I can come up with. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to far too harsh to this movie, don't you? I don't know. But it's, at the same time, no, because... Uh, it deserves it. It deserves it. It deserves it. It's, it's not Bell's Magical World, but it's bad. Yeah. So, <laughs> final thoughts. Final thoughts. Uh, Tammy? Is this a review or just final thoughts? Final thoughts. Okay. You know what? I was neutral about it, but after what Shannon brought up, but how it just completely did not pay homage to how Mulan tries to stay true to Eastern culture and how this movie just totally ignores that and doesn't take that into account as in a total grash, uh, cash grab, I'm, yeah, I kind of didn't like it, you know? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not a bad thing. It's just like the way you said it like it really does it doesn't take any of Chinese culture any like Asian culture into account in its storytelling it's very a western it's a very western ideology and philosophy that it is trying to pull or trying to push and it's you know it's not good yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay uh, Andy uh, me the I wanted to give this movie a chance, but it didn't prove me wrong at all. And I just will accept that this is another movie that I hate and move on with my life. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's fine with me. <laughs> Shannon? Um, I would say it's not horrible, but it's not the best. And if anything, I think it's like a weird fever dream that <laughs> you can kind of forget about. <laughs> Let's hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dear? For me, I think it's a very bland sequel. Like, it, it completely, it's completely, it's kind of disrespectful to the original because the original even treated topics like, you know, how women are treated in society and all these, like, very real, very important things. And they absolutely don't care at all about any of that. They just wanted to make a quick rom-com, a quick telenovela that you could sell to kids. Mm-hmm. It's, just the very most the most basic story that you could do they tear apart characters and you know I make it like it's not even that horrible of a movie but when you compare it to the original and you kind of imagine what could have been it's it really it's really hurtful yeah. honestly um so I don't even want to be bothered by hating it but yeah it's this it it deserves to be hated because it's just <laughs> uh, what even are you um so 
to finish up, let's just go ahead and make a round of ratings. Shannon, did we tell you about the ratings? Uh, rate the movie? Yeah, but but it's like, it's uh, not a one to five rating. It's like your very personal, like a very, a quick, it's basically a quick pun that we do to rate the movie. We call them ratings, but it's basically a pun that basically sums up your your thoughts on the movie. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> for example, Lion King 3, I said that I, I said I dig it because of the Digatana song. And, <laughs> and gave it three, five grubs out of five. And Tammy, what did you say about Lion King? I just yelled the name Pumbaa. Uh, Pumbaa! Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> a, basically your thoughts of, about the movie summarizing like a couple words. Don't ah, worry. Okay. We'll, we'll okay. go around and we'll, we'll let you come up with yours. Um, okay. <laughs> Tammy, what, what's your rating? Dishonor on the sequel. Dishonor oh! on YouTube. Dishonor on Shag. <laughs> but not Dishonor on the princesses. I like them. <laughs> that was very cute. Mm-hmm. Um, Andy? My rating is that I wouldn't put this movie in a pedestal anytime soon. <laughs> um, I would say that this is, this is not a movie worth fighting for. Oh. <laughs> I say that this movie isn't like other girls, but it still gets three crying princesses. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Oh, three Good. crying princesses. Yeah, basically. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys, for being here and talking about Mulan 2 and about all the other things that we talked about. Well, we didn't want to talk about Mulan 2. Uh, it was so fun to have you. Um, I just, I have, I had a blast <laughs> with this podcast. Um, and do you have something that you want to say to people? Shannon, do you want to give out your social media and all your YouTube accounts and everything? Yeah, sure. So if you want to find my History of a Disney Princess series or hear me talk a little bit more about Mulan, um, you can check out Network 1901 on YouTube. Um, You can find me all the time at McCarter Shannon on Twitter. And then I also have a new project called Lipstick and Lightsabers. Um, It's all about women in Star Wars fandom sharing their Star Wars story in their own words. So if you want to know more about that, you can check us out on network1901.com. You can also find us on Twitter at lip underscore lightsabers. And I highly encourage everybody, if you are in the Star Wars fandom or in in it like Star Wars in any kind of way, please send in your Star Wars story because we really want to hear from you and we really want to share it with the world. Unless you don't want to share it, that's okay. I respect your boundaries. (laughs) I I love that. That was great. Well, thank you so much, Anna. I I, I love having you here. Uh, You're a great guest and I hope we can get together. Thank you. Maybe we can get together for some other time for another podcast. And yeah, thank you so much for your time. Yeah, definitely. Um, next week, we're talking about... We're, we're ne- next show, I don't know if that's going to be next week, but we're talking about Tarzan 2. Which, it, it oh, shouldn't no. be called Tarzan 2 because it's a, it's a prequel, <laughs> so it should be like Tarzan 1 Tarzan half. half. No, Tarzan yeah. half. Tarzan point five. Half. <laughs> half a Tarzan. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, so that's next week. Oh, uh, fun. That's going to be very fun. Uh, um, <laughs> okay. So thank you so much, everyone, for listening to us. Remember that you can send us an email with all your thoughts and comments at twodivisionpodcast at gmail.com. And you can send you can follow us on Twitter at twodivisionpod. And thank you. Remember that you can listen to us on every single podcast platform out there. 
and leave a review on iTunes because that makes people find the show better. And yeah, that's basically it. Thank you guys so much and we'll see you on the next show. Bye guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.